Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Friday, September 25th. I'm your host Simran Sandhu and I'm excited to have you join us on today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by F5 Media. And as we head into the last day of the week, Democrats in the House of Representatives are refining a new coronavirus relief package with specific goals of providing aid to airlines, small businesses, and restaurants. The bill is expected to be valued at $2.4 trillion, which is roughly 31% lower than the COVID relief package lawmakers passed in May. Luckily, this aid package will extend the Paycheck Protection Program, allowing businesses to keep their workers employed during the pandemic. Whether or not it will be passed is uncertain, but many Democrats do not want to adjourn for their October recess until they can come to a formal agreement in Congress. As for our second story today, American broadcasting company EW Scripps acquired Ion Media, the Florida-based broadcasting company responsible for a number of popular crime shows such as Law & Order and NCIS Los Angeles. Through a $600 million investment from Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, Scripps purchased Ion Media for roughly $2.6 billion. As a result, shares increased 7.6%, which equates to a nice return for many investors. Now, what's unique about this deal is that generally we've seen a lot of interest in tech-focused media companies rather than companies in the television industry or over-the-air broadcasting like Ion Media. Given investors' optimism to this acquisition, we could see similar deals in the near future. With that in mind, on the topic of billion-dollar deals, our fourth story brings us to the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Insurance Organization, which has recently negotiated a tentative antitrust settlement with a payout of $2.7 billion. If approved, the settlement will impose restrictions on practices that limit the competition among their different member companies. Experts have noted that if passed, it will reap immense benefits to many American citizens. Lead attorney David Boies told the Wall Street Journal that it would be a very good result for parties in the public, as it would provide individuals and companies who purchase health insurance with more choices and lower prices. Now for our fourth story today, Amazon announced a number of new additions and updates to their list of smart home devices and services, such as the Amazon Alexa and Fire TV. If you buy the new Alexa device, you might also have a new babysitter, although we don't recommend having your Alexa watch your kids. It can read books to them and also detect if a baby is crying, all with an updated new look. Amazon also partnered with Microsoft to create a new cloud gaming service known as Luna. The service will cost $5.99 a month, and you can download it onto your phone, computer, or Fire TV. The service will include mostly older games and is aimed at people who want to play video games, but without the hassle of getting a beefy computer or the newest gaming console. The release date for Luna is to be determined, but you can always pre-order it. With that in mind, the most controversial addition to Amazon's list of smart home devices is the Always Home Cam, which flies around your house to specific rooms while you're away. It's supposedly meant to be a camera for people who would like the extra security, but don't want a camera in every room at all times. Now for our last story of the week, 13 different app makers, which include Spotify, Epic Games, and Match Group, have formed a coalition called App Fairness, a nonprofit organization with the aim of fighting to protect the app economy against the power that Apple and Google have in their app stores. The coalition takes a number of different issues with the way Google and Apple manage their app stores, including Apple's notorious 30% app tax, which according to the coalition, cuts deeply into the consumer purchasing power and developer revenue. A 
Another issue that the coalition is targeting are the tech giants' anti-competitive policies, which reportedly favor themselves by controlling the products and features that are available to customers. If you're interested in learning more, you can read about their 10 principles about fair app store practices on their website at appfairness.org. Anyways, folks, that's all we've got for you today. I hope everyone has a great weekend. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 